Welcome to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. On today's episode, I welcome Simon Harris, assistant coach for the Loyola women's basketball team. We'll also recap last week's Friday Night Rivals and look ahead to the matchup between Apex Friendship and Athens Drive this Friday. It was a clash of new coaches on Friday night between Lamar Marshall's Millbrook and Deron Donald's Garner. Millbrook started off strong, with DK Bryant making a 40-yard run to score the first touchdown in the third minute. Garner answered back with a touchdown of their own, but Millbrook scored in the last seconds of the quarter. A two-point conversion made the score at the end of the first quarter, Millbrook 15, Garner 7. In the second quarter, Dwight Nesbitt scored for Garner, with John Alcaron Gomez and Jaden Ferguson scoring for Millbrook, making the halftime score Millbrook 28, Garner 13. Running back Devin Grant scored three times in the third and fourth quarters, pushing the Trojans past the Wildcats for the first time in the game. Play of the game time for West Shore Home. West Shore Home bringing happiness to every home. Multiple plays for Devin Grant. Yeah, he's had a lot to pick from tonight. He's going to like his highlight reel. Running up the middle, going to the outside, inside the red zone. He's done it all. I like the way he's finished off his runs, especially inside the five-yard line. The coaching staff has called his number. He's come through, but he's done it all on both sides. Offense, defense, just the way he's really given momentum to his team. I've been impressed with. That's the West Shore home plays of the game for Grant and the score to put the Trojans ahead. The final score for Friday Night Rivals was Garner 33, Millbrook 28. Trojans with a comeback win tonight on the road. Here's Kendall. Coach, how's the heartbeat right now? Hey, man, this thing is amazing. With God, all things are possible. These guys put in so much work, these coaches. You know what I mean? We started something, we building something great. And these guys are willing to put in the work and they paid off tonight. So they know that they what they're doing is not in vain. I hope they see tonight that what we're doing is not in vain. A huge come-from-behind win on the road in front of this tough Millbrook atmosphere. How about this total team effort, Coach? That's what it was, a total team effort. That's what we build our program on. It ain't about no eyes. It's about us. We, we speak French around here. We. Everything we do is together. We. And the boys, hey, we had some adversity. And for these guys to see that we won through adversity, we bent what we did not break. And we just want to keep working and keep grinding, but we're going to enjoy this victory tonight. I'm joined by Simon Harris, who is the assistant women's basketball coach at Loyola University. Simon grew up in Raleigh, went to Millbrook High, and also went to NC State. Welcome, Simon. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here, Trisha. I appreciate it. So you are not local. You're joining us over Zoom because you live in Chicago now. Yes, as of uh, last Monday. So I'm eight days into living in Chicago and loving it, enjoying it. And it's a re really cool place, very diverse, and it's just good to be back in the city. So coaching at Loyola, that's a new venture for you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm about a month into it. Um, very blessed to do so with a really, really amazing head coach who's just a really awesome human being. So very fortunate and excited to get going. Where were you before here? How did that come about? So I, coaching wise, I've started at the University of Dayton um, for, I coach for Archie Miller. He's now the head coach at Rhode Island. Uh, he went to Indiana and then is at Rhode Island now. Switched over to the women's side after three years there. University of Dayton for four years with women's basketball, had some success, was fortunate enough to go work at my alma mater of North Carolina State for two years. 
Then I was at Ohio State for a year. And then for one season, I was a head coach. So after a season off, back at it as an assistant here at Loyola. And just so just enamored with all of it, the process, being back in it and loving it. Explain to me as a non-sports person who doesn't really follow college, what division is Loyola in? Like, where do you all stand? We're division one and we're in the Atlantic 10 conference. So that original school that I started at the University of Dayton and also the school I mentioned that Arch is at and Rhode Island, we're all in the same conference now. So it's a very basketball intensive conference. Uh, It's all over the place where Pennsylvania, the DC, all the way up to St. Louis, and then the fourth greatest city in the country. (laughs) <laughs> as in and Chicago, so, so you're going to end up playing your former teams. Yeah. How's that going to be? It's going to be fun. And it's, uh, we'll play them twice. We'll play them here and there and very excited to make both journeys. I was actually just recently there. I went to the first four, they host the first four for the NCAA and went back and saw a bunch of my, my friends and people back in Dayton. And that's before I had this opportunity. So didn't even know, but it's, it's fun to be back and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, I imagine it's, you know, because you're not enemies exactly, but you still do want to beat them. Um, is it a is it a friendly thing when you come into town? Is it like a you don't talk until after the game kind of situation? Normally that situation. So that, that, that whole scenario, their head coach there and I actually work together at Ohio State as well. So we're very familiar with one another. But it's for me is awesome because it's just that's where I started my career. And you get to see the people who helped you become what it is that you want to do. And they're still around. And that's that's always fantastic. So it's that's a very basketball heavy community. And it's just the, the love and passion for that sport and them helping me foster my dreams of where I wanted to go. It's just it's always cool. But yeah, I don't talk to them until after the game. <laughs> so I'm pretty proud that, you know, a homegrown boy is off doing big things in Chicago, right? Thank you. you grew up here. Yes. And what has you went to Millbrook, right? Went to Millbrook. Yeah, I finished my high school career in Millbrook. So you said your dad was a coach. So is that why you all lived in Raleigh or did he grow up here as well? That's exactly why. So uh, the first 27 years of my life, my father was division one men's basketball coach and started in Pittsburgh. So I, I grew up in Pittsburgh, but I finished high school in Raleigh and then obviously moving back for work and things. So Raleigh is really my second home, but we, I've spent more years in Raleigh than I did in Pittsburgh. Name drop your dad real quick. What's his name? Dad's name is Larry Harris at NC State for 15 years. So we got there in 1996 under Herb Sendek. And then he finished his career under Sidney Lowe when there was a coaching change. So people would know who he is. Uh, yeah. And he's hard to miss. He's about 6'8", 310 pounds. So he's really hard to miss. I was telling you earlier, I don't follow sports. I'm getting much more into it. And people keep name dropping people that I should know. Now I know. And so people are going to name drop it. And I'm going to be like, well, when I interviewed his son, <laughs> coaches at Loyola, no see, doubt. I'm no getting doubt. into it. I'm, I'm almost part. We're connecting dots here. It's going to be amazing. I love it. So what did you, what was your experience growing up in Raleigh? Um, did you find that it was able to foster your basketball skills? Most definitely. It was the reason why I ended up moving from Pittsburgh down there is to be in a more basketball intensive environment. I, my recruiting was going fairly well up North, but you know, the man who taught me how to play the game, it was good to be around him constantly, especially in that region, which you're learning and you know, is I'm biased, of course, but I think it's the best high school basketball base there is that it's just, you're around the big three schools with tobacco road and then Winston Salem's right down the road. It's just basketball is kind of what we do down there. And 
I was very fortunate to be able to come down here and benefit from that. I uh, played for an amazing, amazing high school coach in Scott McGinnis. And our assistant coach is Coach Davis, who's the head coach of Millbrook now. And they really just kind of gave me a different level of confidence. It's like I knew I was good, but they allowed me to be good with other good players. Um, so I am forever indebted to the Wake County, Raleigh area for just, especially when you get in a conference night in and night out, every single team was good. They're well coached. There's players everywhere and just kind of help me push myself to be better. When you have coaches like that and then you grow up to be a coach, what yeah. what sort of things do you bring from what they taught you um, into yeah. your own career? For sure. I mean, a lot. And the cool thing about those two gentlemen, especially, is they allowed you to be yourself. And it was the kind of finding who you want to be in the world early on as a young man and what you want to grow into and they were just such a positive influence because they're such outstanding people who also have the passion for basketball. So it was really easy to just keep your eyes open every day, take the little nuggets of different things. They always talked about life and basketball. It wasn't just, it was a very holistic just development of young people. Um, so being able to be around that constantly. And then, you know, my dad, his staff, just the NC State community, I was just really fortunate to always have that backing and opportunity to just be around good people who just want you to do well. And we all shared that passion of basketball and could kind of thrive through that. When we're doing our Friday Night Rivals in our high school hoops, um, oftentimes Jay and Patrick are commentators. They say, here's this player. They're already, you know, committed to this college. It's nice to see the, the, the breadth of talent that we have in this area. When you went from high school to college, was there a culture shock? What was the experience like when you went from high school to college? Yeah, I was very fortunate in that just because I'd been around college campuses my whole life with what my dad did. Uh, I think my biggest culture shock, if you will, was kind of the experiences of my teammates first going through being around college campuses and being able to kind of be a voice, if you will, of how things are done and what the process is, because it's so, it's so different. It's that the autonomy in and of itself, and then also the time management of things and the commitments that you have to have and what you have to be aware of when you're in different places and decorum and things like that. So for me, uh, the shock of it was kind of seeing the greenness of those around you, because to me, it was just like, oh yeah, we're, it's college. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, we're making that transition. Now, the biggest shock I will say, and you're prepared for it in your mind as a coach's kid and being around it, but the speed of the game and athleticism is just different. Like it is just a different animal. You're when we're all collegiate athletes, we're some of the best of the best. And then when you go to college, you're one of many. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's that was awesome to have that adjustment and go through that. So I'd say that's probably my biggest, biggest shock, if you will. Well, you go up to college, you're a freshman, and all of these people who are, you know, two, three, four years older than you who have been honing their skills even more, right? Is it like going from, you know, a go-kart to a real car kind of situation where they're just like, they're all over the place and you think, what's going on here? Right? Like, what, what, what are we playing the same game? <laughs> it's, it's insane. And, but yeah, it's even now in coaching, it's the there's that breath of you have the 22, 23 year olds who are now in their fourth or fifth years of this is just kind of what we do. And 
you have the young 17. Well, I was 17 when I went to summer school myself, but 17 and 18 year olds who are experienced all of this for the first time, but then also competing for the same minutes of those veterans. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's always an interesting process. And that's kind of what I love about even high school. And it's the same way, but college athletics, it's just the, uh, we're all learning it together and trying to figure out who we want to be in this world, but we have that competitive aspect of it as to where we can help each other, even though a lot of us are competing at the same time. But the beauty of that is when you can find that harmony and synchronicity and figure it out and do some special things. I, going back to Friday Night Rivals, because I mentioned Jay and you had a big smile on your face. How do you know Jay? Jay and I competed against each other in high school. Um, he was at Wakefield and I was at Millbrook. And I like to tell him while he was at Wakefield, uh, you, you know, he didn't like me very much. We didn't lose to them often. Uh, so, But we became really good friends actually after school when I had moved back to Raleigh um, after my playing career. And once I was going through that whole process, he's actually the guy that I had a few conversations with a few people about switching to play football and trying to go that route. A lot of people give me the, well, you want to play football, play in the NFL, like, come on. And Jay was one of the few people who were like, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> it's a really unbelievable story, but he's one of the biggest people in my life as to, I mean, he's always that guy who's just like, hey, you want to try something? Let's figure it out. <laughs> and you wouldn't be the first person to switch sports. I mean. Right, right. Absolutely. And it was cool to have him because, I mean, he was a high level football player at East Carolina. And for him to say, you have the tools to do this like it's not a pipe dream like let's figure out how to get this done it was very very refreshing but also you know he's a brother to me so it was that support is it's more of a love for one another and as we're walking through life together but he shared we got to share that passion of football and trying to figure that out together it's really awesome so i'll ask the question that everybody asked what made you switch from basketball to football i i strangely and trisha like you'll get to know me I am not like a goal setter. I'm more of a, I want to do that. So let's figure out how to get it done. <laughs> um, and just going through the course of high school, just, I was very fortunate to be fairly athletic, had a really good, strong build. Both of my parents are just very, you know, athletically built people. And people always suggested, well, you should try to play football. And the football coaches when I was in college told me, ah, oh, you, could, you can come out and try and see if you like. And I just never did it. But when I had the opportunity to finally try, so it was, it was really cool. And, Jay helped me a ton with that of vernacular and drills and what do you need to do body preparation? Cause it's different. It's completely different, but <laughs> question for you. Did you just say that you have never played high school football and you never played college football? No, I played eighth grade middle school. We won the diocese championship back in Pittsburgh. It was the only year I played football. Okay. But then you just, Hey, the Cowboys, let's do this. You know, Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy, it's crazy. I've, I've had like a very, just been very blessed to just have a different experiences and do different things. But I think kind of what we were alluding to before my support system's always just been like, uh, you want to do it? Let's do it. (laughs) You know? And I think truly while I was going through it, a lot of our NC state supporters and Millbrook supporters were very just, okay. Yeah. You know, you you could do this and just try to help me in different ways. And I mean, from eating programs to being able to work out in different facilities and things like that. It was just really, really awesome growing up in that area and them having my back trying to pursue a different passion. Well, you mentioned that it didn't last long because you got injured. 
Yeah, yeah. Was it that that hamstrings are a beautiful thing when until they're not? <laughs> well, you know, you work for it, you work hard, you get to this level, you get hurt. And what was the disappointment like for you? How did you handle not being able to do something so big? Yeah, it was it was disappointing for a while, but then also kind of the way my great grandmother has kind of instilled in our family, it's be thankful for the opportunity and it's not the end of the world, right? And for me, it was a blessing in disguise because if I hadn't gotten hurt at that time, I wouldn't have been able to get into that position of becoming a graduate assistant for Archie Miller, which is what I've always wanted to do from a young age is be a collegiate basketball coach. So the timing of it, if it's divine, if it's the universe, whatever it is, was I was very fortunate to be in those moments, learn from that, take that experience, and then follow my actual passion of being collegiate basketball coach and pursuing it that way. You're not the first coach that I have interviewed. Um, and I find a trend when I'm interviewing coaches is that they take what they've learned from their life. And it's not just athletics that they're trying to instill into their athletes. You take these lessons that you've learned from life and um, you have to, you know, put it onto your athletes, I guess, right? Like if you lose a game, you lost, you understand. Um, what sort of things do you try to help them with? Yeah, it's really just kind of the the importance of the vehicle that this sport provides for us to be able to educate ourselves and learn about who you are while you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to be right and it's been awesome for me just because again i've been around in my entire life but you see the highs the lows of it and then you realize the importance of this is just something that's allowing you to do what you want to do every day and preparing you to go out to the world because we all know the world's cold right so it's a you take what you learn from the lessons of discipline, time management, all of those things, and hopefully the positives and the negatives you learn from them once you're going out here and you're finally in that that world, you get that piece of paper and they're, you know, it's on you. You got to figure it out, right? Yeah. So for me, basketball and sports in general have just been such a good vehicle to help people in the way that I feel I can help them from experiences. I don't like imparting how I did it but I like imparting what I may have learned from it. And that's been kind of the coolest thing to impact young people because the reason why I'm sitting here talking to you about this is somebody did it for me. And that's my way of what I feel giving back to society as to helping these young people navigate certain things while educating themselves and getting a foot up kind of on the world and getting out there and being able to attack it. Simon Harris, I really appreciate you joining me today. Simon is the assistant women's basketball coach at Loyola University. He is a former Millbrook and NC State basketball player, and we really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so very much. It's been incredible. Next week on Friday Night Rivals, one-in-one Apex Friendship meets the undefeated Athens Drive. You can catch that live on MyRDC or stream on MyRDCTV.com watch and on Facebook Live. If you have a compelling sports story that you'd like us to hear, email us at wrdcsports at sbgtv.com. Thank you for listening to Game Time in the Triangle. I'm your host, Trisha Williamson. A special thank you to my guest, Simon Harris. And congratulations to the Game Trophy winner from last week, the Garner Trojans.